Make the choice to begin anywhere in your life, and the journey has started. We exist more than just to educate. We exist to also revitalize. And along the way, you can inspire others and be inspired. But now there's a new generation of scholars, and I am among them. If you really want to know who you are and what you are capable of, Howard is the choice for you. Take a moment. Listen to the stories by joining the president of Howard University, Dr. Wayne A.I. Frederick, and his guest on The Journey. An expert administrator and academician, she is active and highly regarded within the legal profession as well as a scholar whose publications focus on the use of tort law to address issues in vulnerable communities. With more than three decades of experience in academia and a wealth of institutional knowledge, she's currently committed to encouraging interdisciplinary collaboration and enhancing the development of programs for faculty throughout the university. Hello, I'm Dr. Wayne Frederick, and my guest today on The Journey is the Associate Provost for Faculty Development at Howard University and Professor of Law at Howard University School of Law, Okina Christian Dark. Welcome. Um, thank you. So you were born in Petersburg, Virginia on a military base. That is correct. <laughs> so tell me <laughs> what that was like in terms of probably the early years of your life because I'm sure being in the military meant that you probably... While you were born in, in Petersburg, you probably lived in a few different places. That is true. I, um, my life uh, in the military family is one where we travel a great deal. My father was in the Army. He was a first uh, sergeant. Uh, I'm told that uh, I spent six months in the United States, my first six months, and then we were in France for the next three. So that's uh, how my life began. Um, while we were in France, uh, these other people were born, but I will, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these other people were otherwise known as some siblings. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay. That's exactly right. Now, obviously, you eventually got into law, but the early part of your life, you would have had some exposure to reading, to school that was different, moving around. What anchored you around that knowledge acquisition, that thirst for wanting to know what the world was about? Right. I would say it was my father. My father was a great reader, and um, every time we located to another post or base, he would take us to the library. And uh, this was a great excursion for us uh, because our father was taking us to the library to get library cards. And the library was the world. Um, we could, um, you know, you could explore so much. And I was reading a lot. <laughs> I loved reading. Um, and I think mostly because he loved reading. Um, my father was someone who also listened to me I've often said to people that the most important man in my life, my father, would ask me my opinion, and then he would wait and listen. And so I got, at an early age, I actually thought my opinion mattered and my opinion counted. In terms of high school, what about your high school experience probably led to your future career? Well, you know, I actually thought I was going to be a doctor. So I had not thought about law at all. 
I thought that uh, I was preparing myself by taking all the science and math courses. I took four years of Latin. I went to three high schools. That's the military, right? Three high schools before I graduated. And so I thought I was on my way to prepare for medicine. And then Watergate happened. And I really watched those hearings. And there was this one woman who was on the panel, and she was an African-American woman, and she asked the best questions. Anytime she spoke, I thought, wow, she really knows the Constitution of the United States, and her questions are really good. Who is she? And she was Barbara Jordan. Mm -hmm. And Barbara Jordan is the reason why I then began to, because I was so interested in it, and fascinated by the way she framed questions and the way she thought, took problems apart, that I said, what is her background? What does, what does she study? And that's when I found out that she was a lawyer. And I said, well, let me take some courses. Right. <laughs> and so where did you go to college and then subsequently law school? I went to Uppsala College, which is a small liberal arts college in East Orange, New Jersey. And then I went to Rutgers University School of Law. And your experience in terms of getting a liberal arts education, which we debate today, the mm -hmm. value of it, it's still the basis and the foundation in an ever-evolving um, academic enterprise, what did you get there that you still think is pertinent to today's higher education system? Mainly, um, what I got was understanding the uh, importance of always being an explorer and so, uh, always being some uh, about the business of, of asking questions and understanding that there will always be a new frontier. Uh, and sometimes you have to question the ones that you think existed exists now, and that there's nothing wrong with that, that that's part of the process. Um, I really feel that um, the broad exposure I received at Uppsala, and I had a fabulous teacher who was, um, I ended up majoring in history, by the way, okay. <laughs> and um, who really pushed me, and she was the one who really insisted that I take my ideas and put them in writing. You're listening to The Journey. My guest today is the Associate Provost for Faculty Development at Howard University and Professor of Law at Howard University School of Law, Okina Christian Dock. I'm Dr. Wayne Frederick. So with that in mind, that's a good segue to the issue of faculty development. A lot of times people see our higher education institutions as places where students come to learn. Mm -hmm. What I think is often underappreciated is that we also have faculty that are here to develop, to, to develop professionally, to grow their body of work and their careers. And navigating that is not always simple, especially for a new, um, a, you know, a, a new person on the faculty. So. With that in mind, uh, tell us about your philosophy around this faculty development function here at the university. Well, the way I see it, and I, you put it very well, is it's everyone, as a faculty member, you are by definition someone who loves to learn. <laughs> and you are constantly engaged in the learning opportunity and experience uh, as a faculty member, not just with the students, but yourself with the material and the way it's engaged and with your colleagues. And so 
Um, but we've got to be make sure that we grow. We've got to, so I see faculty development as an opportunity for individual faculty members to grow personally, to acquire new skills, to challenge uh, existing dogma in, in terms of your material, to be able to critique it as scholars, uh, to make a contribution, a significant contribution or a contribution to the body of work. Um, this, I think as people who are engaged in the learning enterprise, um, that that is our responsibility. Uh, the other part about the faculty development initiative at uh, Howard is it's extremely important to me that it be interdisciplinary, that we are um, developing relationships with our colleagues across our departments and our schools and colleges. And that's because that is the world we're in, folks. <laughs> and there yeah. isn't a discipline that isn't touched by an interdisciplinary approach. In many ways, uh, as uh, um, an interdisciplinary uh, experience can have you looking at material that you thought you understood quite well in unique and different ways. And who knows, you will make a contribution that will be important not only to your discipline, but to the world. So one of the things, obviously, that you've developed in this is making sure that we're actually training people for leadership. So and for some of the activity that would develop their careers. So you have a grant summer writing workshop yes. um, mm -hmm. that brings faculty in. You now have a chair leadership academy. Why don't you tell us about what some of those activity activities entail, what are the goals of those, and, and what are some of the outcomes you, you have already seen mm -hmm. um, in the faculty as you try to get them along that journey of, of development? Sure. The Summer uh, Faculty Writing Academy is really one that is focused on junior faculty. And uh, junior faculty, uh, certainly those who are tenure track, but we've opened the door to also include lecturers and master instructors, for example, as well. Um, this is an opportunity. It, in this Summer Academy, and this is an, uh, an academy where the junior faculty member applies for it. So there is a competition to obtain a seat in the academy. But each junior faculty member is assigned a mentor. And that mentor, which we call them scholar coaches, they are members of the fac Howard University faculty. They are seasoned scholars. And uh, they are people who have been mentoring other people. Um, and that we try to pair them with someone who's not in their specific field. We have other, but sometimes we do need to, um, for certain types of projects, we might need someone who is uh, in the field to work with them. But whenever possible, we try to make it an interdisciplinary pairing. Mm -hmm. We have found that immensely enriching to the uh, junior faculty member and highly successful. Um, we have a group of maybe about 20, the most recently 26 uh, junior faculty from across uh, usually about nine or ten schools and colleges. Uh, they are uh, from the fine arts, 
engineering, um, we've had medicine, definitely the College of Arts and Sciences is well represented. And, and they produce articles. Uh, we've had um, a ballet produced, uh, a, um, a piece of music produced. And so that this is a academy that focuses on the junior faculty member being able to produce scholarship that is consistent with their fields. But to think that this is all it is would be a mistake because we are uh, interested in developing that junior faculty member in the fullest sense of being a faculty member who will become a productive, not just from a scholarly way, but as a teacher and also as a member of this university community, adding value in the whole, in a, as a, in a whole way. So it is uh, many of our, um, we're in our fourth, we just finished our fourth year, we're entering our fifth. Um, these uh, junior faculty are talking to each other all the time. Uh, they are engaged in other projects. Uh, we found that it's helping to build a wonderful community of scholars who across all of the different disciplines. So that's just one project. Um, another is the Chair Leadership Academy, and there we have new chairs, associate deans, um, associate chairs who are who've been appointed, maybe a year or two years. Um, and our goal there is not is to expose them to the job, <laughs> because many times these people are selected because they've been great faculty members. They are outstanding faculty members. That's why we want you to be in charge of Department X. And the other part of the academy that is a feature that is that we've added actually to the academy is the opportunity for these new chairs and new associate deans to be able to talk to the leadership of the university and you know as you know uh, President Frederick we've um, been very happy and and um, honored to have you as one of all speakers we call it our conversation with series and so it's a conversation with the president and a conversation with the, the chief operating officer and and with the provost so this is a way for them to to have an opportunity to see to ask their questions but also to hear about your vision and your objectives and your expectations for them because the chairs and the associate deans are doing are not that we aren't all doing work <laughs> okay but they're really <laughs> backbone right. uh, in right. the university yep they they are the foot soldiers who are meeting the task at the point of contact that's and right so it's absolutely great to have them mm -hmm. so thanks for being here my guest today has been the associate provost for faculty development at howard university and Professor of Law at Howard University School of Law, Okina Christian Dark. I'm Dr. Wayne Frederick. Please join me next time on The Journey. <laughs>